Welcome to the Scholarship Athlete Podcast, where parents of athletes who might be stuck in the recruiting process learn strategies needed to elevate your athlete's chances of securing an athletic scholarship to their dream school. Join us as we drop the secrets of recruiting, NIL, training, mindset, injury prevention, and leadership to give your athlete the ultimate competitive advantage. Hi, my name is Alex Molden, and I'm a former NFL player of eight years, former Nike master trainer, and now I'm an author, speaker, and personal development coach. But most importantly, I'm a father of eight. The goal of this podcast is to help parents navigate the world of youth and high school sports to potentially get college paid for, but also use the platform that sports provide. If you're struggling to create a game plan for your child's athletic journey, don't hesitate to book a discovery call. Together, we can devise a plan that will help your child reach their full potential. Welcome to the Scholarship Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Molden. And uh, before we get going, make sure that you take advantage of um, something that I've created. It's a quiz to help people become more proactive in the recruiting process. Man, the days of like um, blindside, right? When Nick Saban comes in to to the school to, to you know, he's heard about you, you being a superstar athlete or, you know, in another sport even. Those days, that, that very... The very small percentage of athletes, they they have that. They benefit from that. Most athletes, they need to be proactive. They need to set themselves up. They need to do the things that they're supposed to do on the court or on the field. But you need to be proactive, reaching out to, to coaches, right? You need to be realistic on where you're at right now with your size and athleticism and your skill development. But... um you need to be proactive in the recruiting process. So I've created a quiz that you can just click in. It's on the show notes. And it takes about three minutes, but it's about 15 questions to, you know, that you can answer. And it can give you some great feedback on if you're on the right track or if you need, um, you know, you might need to reconsider some of the things that you're doing in the recruiting process. So just take advantage of that. Um, today, I want to talk about what it's like for, for juniors and seniors, okay, for juniors and seniors who are playing a sport and they are, or they figure out maybe later, later on that, hey, I, I think I want to do this. I, I want to play a sport at the next level. So what does that look like? Okay. M- myself and, and my wife, our oldest son, um, he didn't get recruited. We didn't know if he wanted to play at the next level. And so we didn't really start until after his football season. So we were behind the eight ball. And so we had to, you know, we, we tried to do it ourselves and, you know, asked a couple of um, parents, you know, if there was a recruiting service or whatnot, but it was too late. And, you know, we had some film, so we had some film. And so that was a good thing. And we started reaching out to different schools at the division two level that could possibly be a good fit for him. And he found a home at Western Oregon and he loved it, loved the experience and, you know, worked his way into his a scholarship and, and it was great. It was a great experience, but it's some of the things that, that we've learned for individuals who, you know, might be entering to their junior year and they haven't heard anything. They haven't, they haven't gotten, um, any letters or 
or whatnot. So these are just a couple of things that you can do to help yourself out, help your son or daughter out in the recruiting process. Okay, so number one is like understanding uh, the different, you know, the different levels of of uh, competition at the next level. There's Division One. Okay, there's a, so there's Division One um, FCS. And I'm sorry, there's a, so, so let's break it down. So there's division one FBS. Okay. Which is that that's the big dogs. That's the top five, right. In terms of conferences, or I, I should say top four now, because they're <laughs> the different conferences there that, that that's out there now. Um, and, but that's a head count. So let's say if it's, if we're talking football, that's a head count, meaning they have FBS, they have, uh, 85 scholarships. Let's say the University of Nebraska, right? University of Miami. Each school in the FBS has 85 scholarships. And those are head count, meaning you can't split those up. It's full ride or nothing. Okay. Um, FCS, that's like the the Idaho, right? The Idaho, um, Idaho State, uh, Portland State. That's um, FCS, which they don't do bowl games, but they play in a basically a tournament at the end of the year. And um, yeah, they get into to this tournament and they have 63 scholarships and this is equivalency. So meaning they can split them up to scholarships. They can give a person a half scholarship. They can give another one a fourth. They can get another one a full so equivalency means that, okay? And just understanding with these different levels, there's different guidelines that, that, that they go through, meaning they have a screening process. They have a, a screening process. And when it comes to the sports, baseball, softball, football, basketball, both men's and women's, there's a certain couple of things that you need to filter through, that they filter through. And I've, I've talked with many coaches at, at both levels, um, Division I FCS, Division I FBS. There's a filtration system. The first one is size. Like it or not, is not what you would think, like with grades or even ability. The first thing they look at is your size. If you play a certain position, let's say you play wide receiver, they're wide receivers. They want, they're looking at six foot and over. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Six foot and over. That's number one. The number two thing they're looking at is film, your highlight, your highlight tape. And I'm going to have another podcast. I want to dive down on this a little bit deeper but having a quality highlight tape, what does it look like, right? Number one, it can't be longer than three minutes. These coaches, they have, they have a lot of players that they're looking at, you know, from, from their region or even the whole United States. They don't have a ton of time to be looking at bad film that's seven minutes long. <laughs> with our second son, I remember creating a highlight tape with them. He was, he was pretty good. He was, I'm not going, he was solid. It was like 
six minutes long. And I trimmed off like another two minutes because he played offense and defense and he was dynamic and what, man, coaches ain't going to look at no six minute highlight tape. So, um, but yeah, three minutes and you want to put all your best plays up front, your best plays where you show that you're, that you're making plays, you show off your, your relative athleticism, you show off your hustle, which really goes to passion, right? And then I learned this, I didn't know, they even want to see a little bit of your practice tape when you're doing drills. Yeah, some coaches, they value that. So putting together a quality highlight tape, okay, that can set you, that can set you up to go through that filtration system. Another one is location, okay? Where you are. If you are in Kansas, I would suggest going to camps, showcase events that are in your region, not going to camps that are in California if you're in Kansas, okay? Unless you are a big time superstar stud, then I would do that. But I would kind of stay in my region. In that little 50 or 100 mile radius, I would stay there and try to go to showcase events that are in that area. Because for these different schools, especially the FB, uh, the FCS schools, they don't have a big budget. And it costs them money to recruit outside of their region. So um, being aware of that can really help you out. Okay, but going to these showcase events where you get the multiple colleges, college coaches who will be in attendance. Okay, going to those, you want eyeballs on you. And how you can get more, even more eyeballs on you when you're a junior or a senior, going into your senior year, is develop your skill, of course, but while you're competing. Go up against dudes who are known. Go up against guys who have three or four stars who already might have scholarship offers. Go up against them and see how you compete against them. That will raise the eyebrows of some of these coaches. They want to see competitiveness. And if you if you if you don't have all the recognition, then you need to get eyeballs on you. And here's another quick tip. Be different. Wear a bright colored headband. Wear like some crazy socks with some crazy shoes so you stand out. Red socks, red, red, socks, red shoes and a headband. Are you kidding me? Because they're going to have, they have a roster, right? These coaches who come to these different deals. Now, now get it. I, I get it. Like the, the top tier coaches, they come to these different showcases and they already, they're there. And it could be a lot of people, a lot of athletes there. Some of these top tier coaches, they go there, they already have their mindset. They're, they're going there to see three to five people, athletes, three to five, just to really put the stamp on, yep, they're for us. Okay, so you need to be able to stand out. 
right? Standing out, going up against some of these guys and, and, and girls, whatever. And you're competing. So standing out. So that means to stand out, you got to work on your craft. Okay? You got to work on your craft when nobody's watching. That means in the tr- off-season training, that's big. But when you get to these different camps, that these, these showcase, showcase camps, your skill, your athleticism, and your ability to compete should stand out. Okay, so making sure that that you're you're going up against you know some some dudes that are ranked and they have all the stars. Another thing that can really help you out in the recruiting process is have a phenomenal relationship with your head coach. Have a great relationship with your head coach and let them know, I want to play at the next level. Okay? One of the first things that happens is a coach, college coach might see you at a showcase event. He might have heard your name a little bit. He might have watched some film, maybe not of you, but somebody that you might be going up against. And he see you, and then you oh, say, oh, oh, Johnny or Melissa, they did, they did, they, whoever that person, they look really good. Let me contact the coach. Tell me more about your athlete. Tell me more about them. They want to know their character. So having a good relationship with the head coach, it matters. And it's not about, listen, it is not about how many wins. If you go to a dominant, there's a lot of parents out there that believe that if they go to a dominant school and it can be private or public, they move out of area to go to a school that because they're winning, they're going to get more looks. No, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. Coaches who have connections, and yes, it, it helps if they've been good for a while. It helps because there's more college coaches coming through the door. They're coming through the door of that high school, and they have a really good relationship with your head coach. That helps, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Have a good relationship with your head coach. Let them know your, your aspirations, what you want to do, your goals of playing at the next level. So then they can be able to tell another coach who you are, your aspirations, what you want to do, what type of person you are. All that stuff helps. And then your grades. Make sure you got the grades. Having over a 3.0, it helps so much. So then that's just something that another coach at the next level, they don't have to worry about. They don't have to worry about. And and I I get it. It balances out, right? If you're a hell of an athlete, if you're a great athlete in your sport, some coaches might, yeah, okay. They might not, um, they might be okay with you having a 2.5. Okay? But why not be put as much work as you do in your sport, on your skill development, on your strength and conditioning, put that same amount of effort in the classroom. It's not going to hurt you. I promise you. It's not going to hurt you. It can only help you. Okay. 
So these are just some things that, that I've learned over the years, my own experience with, with uh, our kids, but then also talking to other coaches at different levels, like what they are looking for, what's the filtration system for them, especially when it's when you're starting late in the recruiting process, when you're trying to be proactive in the recruiting process. So these are some things that I've learned, okay? And if you apply it, once you know it and you start to apply it, it can help you out, okay? All right, hopefully this helped you. Um, make sure you follow us. And I would appreciate if you follow us, you share it, and you also leave a, a rating and review. I greatly appreciate that. All right. Until next time or next week, be proactive in your recruiting process. All right. Peace. If you got some insights from this past episode, I want you to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I want you to subscribe. Number two, I want you to give me a review. It takes maybe 30 seconds. And then number three, I want you to share it. Okay. Because the more that I get you guys sharing, subscribing, and writing reviews, the more impactful guests that I can have on the show, which benefits you guys. So it's kind of like I help you, you help me, right? But also, if you are stuck, if you think you want some help, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to book a discovery call, 15 minutes. And just by clicking the link in the show notes, you can check out my schedule and we can chop it up for 10 to 15 minutes to see how I can assist you. Okay, so thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week.